Welcome to the 10th episode. This one is a mix of personal updates, questions from my clients, reactions to the podcast and some advice how to get on with your career change. Hi, I'm Nicole Est and this is Catch Your Wave. Here it's all about changing careers in a smart way in designing a life and job you truly love. Because there is a wave for everyone. Let's dive in. So this is a mix-up. It's a catch-up episode. And I also noticed that I missed the one-month anniversary of the podcast. And no worries, I won't celebrate every monthly anniversary. But I missed the 17th of January. So we're going to celebrate the two-month anniversary. What really surprised me this week or the past two, three weeks already is because when you are starting a podcast, it's a very lonely thing. I mean, you sit there with your microphone, with a MacBook in very unusual places. I have several places where I record the the podcast because while I'm I'm traveling a lot and I have several closets and it's not just a myth that podcasters are recording the episodes in closets. It's true. And I'm also now an expert to transform any closet within five minutes into a little audio studio. And even in my home, I don't have a closed closet because everything is very open. But I also invented a very smart thing, how to create a little tent, an audio tent, so that I can record my podcast. During my first trials, it always crashed over me, but now I'm an expert how to stabilize it. So when you're sitting alone in your tent, wherever it is, you are not thinking that, well, you know that podcasts are distributed like wherever you don't really have the control. It's distributed to all the platforms, also to platforms you don't want to have them. But it's still this lonely thing because you're talking to yourself. And during the past two weeks, almost every session started with something regarding the podcast. Either they were writing me beforehand, oh, I listened to that and that episode and that inspired me. I tried this, this and that. But also speaking with people in person about a specific episode and what they have tried and what inspired them. This is for me, it's so rewarding. It's so much fun. And to see, wow, This serves people, that it helps people to do the next steps. This is why I'm doing it. For example, some of my clients told me their theme 2024. If you remember, the first episode was how to find your theme for 2024. I'm not speaking about New Year's resolutions. It's about a theme for the whole year. Usually I encourage people to test it during January and in February you really start the year. This is where we are at the moment. I've heard several themes makes me super happy. For example, one dear client, she's going for kindness. This is the funny thing because kindness could be external kindness. It could be also kindness towards yourself. And this is why I always recommend to write down some guiding principles, what it means, how this translates into daily actions. Another client for her, it's more me time. This is very concrete. You already see the picture, what she's going to do. Another one, it was, I think, tiny bold steps. I love it. 
it's also very concrete. And when you think about it on a daily basis and you are lingering upon a decision, no, it's about to take the next tiny bold step. It doesn't have to be the big, big, super courageous step, but at least the tiny bold step. Doing something, making it come alive. For, for someone else, it was about freedom. I will also give you my theme for 2024. I had several theme, themes and usually I already know in the beginnings of January that's your theme. This time it was really different. I had three, four different ones. I tested them and finally the one that works best is very concrete. It's take off to Las Palmas. Take off, it's the pop-up when you surf. So it's the first moment when you have pedaled enough, you are caught by the wave, you get the momentum, you feel that little push. And that is the moment when you take off, when you stand up. It's also for me kind of preparation to take off again, to traveling, to have that lightness. I already started my prep program to get in shape again, because otherwise I would be easily exhausted once I'm in the water and I want to stay longer in the water. So I'm already training. But the thing is, and this is why I was choosing takeoff to Las Palmas, because for personal reasons, already last autumn, I wanted to leave for several months, but that was for personal reasons not possible. I was traveling, but not for several months. Then at the beginnings of this year, my mother and I were told that it's finally also her turn to do the, I don't know what it's called in English, I think it's cataract, the eye surgery. At a certain point, you have to get your eyes done, one eye after the other. It's just a routine surgery, but still it's the eyes and you have to do certain exams beforehand. Of course, it's difficult to get the appointments. Then you start with the first eye. It takes three, four weeks for the healing process. You have, again, several control appointments. You have to take drops for the eyes. It's actually routine, but you have to wait. We are busy with this for the next three months. And yes, she could do it alone, but This is more important for me. This is non-negotiable. I want to be at the side of my mother to help her through this. But this is why I am landlocked again. And I decided, okay, that's it. So why not then prepare for Las Palmas for the next takeoff? Get in shape. I also have to do two other things that are still waiting for me to be done here land on the landlocked side. So I will do the best to tackle all three things. And then it's I'm doing everything to prepare for Las Palmas to have a good takeoff and not <laughs> to crawl out of the water after five minutes because I don't have any pedal power. One client, she really impressed me. She's not part of the three-month Catch Your Wave program, which is the big career change program. But I'm also working and giving one-on-one -on -one sessions for several companies. Usually these are 30-minute sessions that work extremely well. I also offer them in Catch Your Wave as accelerator sessions. But this is on an ongoing basis. And she really impressed me. We recently worked on her salary increase as well as her promotion because she wanted to have another job title. She was first told, she had tried several times, that time again she was told it's not possible 
because you have to wait this and this amount of time. Then we prepared. We prepared some strategies and methods. She just did it so perfectly well. She really went completely in and she finally got the salary increase. I think if I remember well, even the promotion getting another job title is now on the way. This is what I always see every time you're told, oh, this is not possible. Just ask a second time. This is also why I have this quote on my website. Well, it's a very easy movie just for entertainment. The main character, she's trying to find herself and she thinks, well, maybe I should see a psychologist. She goes there and after five minutes, she just knows, oh, no, 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 this is not, not my cup of tea. I will leave. She goes out, but she turns around and she asks him, well, you've been doing this work for 20 years. What is the number one advice that really helped most of the people or the lesson they had to learn? And then he said, well, figure out what you want and then learn how to ask for it and figure out how what you want. This is already huge. But then also to learn how to ask for it. And this is exactly what my client did. She learned how to ask for the salary raise and she didn't give up. And she also learned how to ask for the promotion. She has a very good job in corporate. She's not looking for a quick, big career change and quitting corporate business. However, she has already prepared something on the side She has done an additional training, certification in another direction, and she's already earning money on the side with it just to see if she really likes it. So she's already doing the mini projects. And she had asked me about my career changes. This is why I prescribed her episode number one and also episode number two, because I was proposing, well, what about a sabbatical? Maybe not now, but later on a sabbatical could be another tool to figure out what you really want to do. She came back and the next session, she was prepared in detail and the questions, we should have done this as an episode. It was so good because she was really tackling the faces of my career changes. I didn't have time to explain everything in detail in the first episode because otherwise it would have been a three hours episode. This is also something I always encourage people to do. Ask the people who have done already what you might want to do and ask questions. In this case, it wasn't about me. It was about her seeing what she could apply, how she could gather that courage that is necessary. I have done the same thing before I was handing in my notice. I don't know if it was before or after the sabbatical. The people that really inspired me, they started to quit. <laughs> That was really frustrating. By the way, this is always a bad sign or a sign to quit as well. I remember there was one guy. He really inspired me. Everybody was surprised that he had handed in his notice. I knew I still wanted to talk to him and ask him two, three questions. At that moment, you, you just stare at that person because you think or you assume they have this magic key to the other future, to the big career change. He was, I think, also starting his own business and going far away to another continent. So I still remember when I was asking this question. So she was well prepared. For example, she asked especially how the transition, transition from simultaneous interpreter freelancing to the MBA 
had happened. That was interesting because I could really describe the phase. It wasn't from one day to another. It was at least six months or nine months of pondering if I should do it or not. I think there was at a certain point an application deadline. But at that point, I didn't have a career strategist or a one-on-one -on -one consultant helping me. I had no clue. I was really tapping blindly and just doing something. This is not something I would advise to do. I didn't know myself. We are not taught in school or university or somewhere else how to figure out who we really are. I hadn't done any personality tests. It was more for me the rational thing. Okay, if I want, because I had my language degree, university degree, uh, to get into a company that was too specialized. So I needed to go to university again. That would have been another four to five years. The MBA was a very, very convenient shortcut. It gave me immediately credibility. It was a very good entry card to the executive world. But when I was starting, I was still the interpreter at heart. I didn't believe that I would then switch to corporate business. Absolutely not. Once finished the MBA, I was going back to Berlin. I still had two, three ideas how I could, could go self-employed on a higher level. But honestly, I was exhausted. I also didn't have the financial calm to jump into another adventure. I was tired. This is why... I was just doing what everybody else was doing with the MBA, applying to the shiny jobs. It was not a conscious decision. Maybe it wasn't even a good decision. On the other hand, it helped me to do what I'm doing today. This is why I always encourage people to get to know yourself. There are methods, there are personality tests, there are strategies so that you can quickly find out, this is my sweet spot, these are my natural talents, and this is the direction I really want to pursue. But otherwise, we are usually influenced by external factors because we think, oh, this is the job that brings really money. This is the thing you are supposed to do. But that doesn't mean that it's really aligned with your personality. Another very good question she asked was for how long I was coming back after the sabbatical, if I was quitting right away. That was a very good question because the time after the sabbatical was the crucial phase preparing my career change. But I went back to corporate for a whole year. Yes, there has been a garden leave of, of two or three months, but I went back to corporate after the sabbatical. That was the phase when the real change happened or I prepared the real change because I had changed during the sabbatical. And then you go back into your well-known surroundings. And this is where you gather the, the energy to finally say, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. It's enough. We are handing in our notice. I'm done. That's it. Well, another question she had, well, How did you organize your finances? Did you have a plan when you were quitting corporate? That was interesting because she's also very risk adverse, like I am. I said, well, honestly, I had enough financial reserves and I also had two, three backup plans, financial backup plans. And honestly, that was even exaggerated. I could have jumped much earlier. That was like having three safety nets and five safety rings around myself. It was not even a big jump. It was a little hop. 
but definitely not a jump and definitely exaggerated. In hindsight, I could have jumped earlier and with much more ease. This is the thing. It depends on your personality. I can see this in my clients and with certain questions, you quickly get to the truth if it's a person who needs more a push and it's better to take off two, three safety rings because it's more a burden than a help. And then there are persons where you definitely should take care to give them some more safety nets and safety rings. But usually I'm not attracting those personality types. She also asked, well, did you have a plan B or C when launching Catch Your Wave after quitting the corporate business? And yes, I definitely had plan B, C, D, and I needed it for my brain. Otherwise, I wouldn't have jumped. For example, my plan B, and I was pretty serious about it. My plan B was to work in parallel as a consultant to my former employer. They had already also asked me and yeah, and it would be a great name for you to have on your client portfolio. Yes, of course, but it was absolutely not my direction, although I could have immediately earned a lot of money with it. But for my brain, it was important to have this on my list. I had even reserved two URLs, two internet domains, while I had created the Catch Your Wave website. But the second step was, and I was procrastinating about it, and of course, there's a reason why I was procrastinating about it. The second website should have been the management consulting website, Nicole Est Consulting. I think only after one year, I removed this one from my to-do list and I said, Nicole, you don't need it. Everything is fine. You can get rid of all the safety nets and safety rings and plan B, C, D. It's working. This is why I nowadays have two URLs and one is in English and one is in German. And actually, you should have them all in one URL. I have two URLs and that is because I still had this plan B. So you can see It's never this jump from one day to another. I'm sure that my client this week, she could get a lot of good hints and methods and strategies how she can adapt it to her needs, how to prepare for her career change. I often can see when people are coming into an onboarding call with me, when you're interested in the three months catch your wave program you can always book an onboarding call with me to chat about the program to see if it's the right fit it's funny because i can usually see immediately if you are ready or not there are people who are serious about their career change but they are just not yet ready it still takes time to enhance this change muscle and this is absolutely okay Just now that all these faces are part of the journey, you need those faces and they prepare you. On this journey, you also gather a lot of experiences and you need those different faces to prepare for then the big career leap. <laughs> That is usually not a leap. As I said, in my case, with all my plan Bs and Cs and financial resources, it was just a little hop. <laughs> I could have hopped with five people and everybody would have been fine. So I'm happy to share in the next episodes how to find out what are your natural talents, what is your focus, your sweet spot, how to find it out, what method and strategies you can apply and how to embrace a career change in a smart way.
because it starts with knowing yourself. When you're interested in an onboarding call for the Catch Your Wave program, the Career Change program, just go to my website and book a call. It's easy and I'm really looking forward to talk to you. Have a lovely Sunday and week whenever you are listening to the podcast. See you next Sunday.